So I remember we were driving, driving in your car, the speed so fast it felt like I was drunk. City lights lay out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder, and I had a feeling that I belonged, and I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. I got a feeling. You got a fast car. Welcome to La Rosa de Usual People. I'm one of your hosts, level two Hispanic, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. Lisa? (laughs) Are you Elisa? Lisa? I put an extra L in my name. It's just Elisa. Then shouldn't it be Elisa? No. Anyway, today... It's appropriate that today is uh, is an episode that has a lot to do with cars because I think it's safe to say that this episode really grinded my gears. Yeah, it was it. misleading. This episode <laughs> is... I don't even know what to say about this episode. I mean, it, it sold us a bill of goods and it didn't deliver and it went somewhere else and... Then it was just boring. It's supposed to be about car racing and death. It was definitely about death. It, but it, not even from car racing. Ugh, yeah, Christ. I thought the problem was going to be about street racing, but then it just turned out to be about drug trafficking and grief. Yeah, it was... Oh, boy, this episode. All right. This it epi- was awful. This episode is called Adrenalino. Adrenaline. Um, and it would make you think that um, it's all about chasing the high of adrenaline, of speed, of being a speed junkie, all this sort of thing. Let's just get into it. Okay, we start off. It's uh, two friends and uh, one of their girlfriends. They're driving in a car. They're driving like maniacs, uh, just speeding up and down. They're not even going that fast. No, it's it just everyone like else it. is just going really they were slow. They just driving really recklessly. It was just reckless driving. Um, the the main culprit of this is a kid named Roman. His friend is Ezekiel, and Ezekiel's girlfriend is a girl named Alpha. She is up, had it up to here with his goddamn speedster ways, and is gonna get out of the car. She kept saying, "Let me out of the car," but they were in a convertible. She could have just jumped out. Yeah, they were parked. She could have jumped out. Like, what was what was part of? The, why did she have to put? Ezekiel opening the door for her into the whole equation. She could have just jumped out. That would have been the more like dramatic thing to do. Yeah. Um, and she was very overly dramatic. Yeah. But uh, maybe she didn't want to like scuff his car with her shoes or something. Or maybe she just didn't think it would be ladylike to do it. <sighs> maybe she was pausing for dramatic effect. She was a very long pause. Like, he had to get out. He has to open the back seat so she can get out because it's only a two Maybe it was like a punishment. Like, hey, you guys are not being cool, so I'm not going to be cool in my own way. That seems like something Alpha would do. Alpha is very boring. Alpha is just like, ugh. I didn't, I didn't like anybody in this episode. No. Particularly Alpha, Alpha. Alpha seems like the type of person that's going to end up being a nun when she gets older. Yeah. Just like constantly snitching out her friends. Just being a bugbear about everything. Yeah. Or like if she doesn't become a nun, she'll be like one of those moms that everybody hates. Yeah. Like the kids, the husband, the friends. Are you speaking from experience? No. I- like your next door neighbor? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. 
And we, I just want to be clear for anybody who's been listening, this is not the mom of Sex Pest Neighbor Boy. That's a different... This is, this is just the bitch next door. This is the bitch next door. <laughs> just to give you the geography of what we're talking about, on one side of Elisa's house is the bitch next door, and then on the other side is the Sex Pest Neighbor Boy. <laughs> Who's not really a sex pest, but you guys know. It's yeah. just a very bad sandwich to be inside of. Oh, <laughs> don't put me in a sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Yeah. Anyway, so um, there's just basically what it comes down to is Roman and Ezekiel. Roman in particular is addicted to speed. He likes to drive fast. He likes to tease other people on he the road. He likes to be a driver when he grows up. He likes to race other people, antagonize other people on the road. Alpha is constantly fucking just ratting him out. Telling everybody she knows, telling his parents that she drives fast. It gets him, it gets him, it gets his car taken away for a week. A which, week? And it just a week. And it, he didn't even get it taken away from him for a week. He begged his dad for it back and it they like gave it a back. A day to or him. two? Yeah, it was yeah. just a day or two. Whereas Ezekiel, once uh, uh, Alpha rats out Ezekiel to his parents. But. She didn't even rat out Ezekiel to his parents. She ratted out Roman to Ezekiel's parents. Oh, and they just made an assumption that right. he was doing it An accurate assumption, right? It was an accurate assumption. It was an accurate enough assumption. Yeah. But then Roman or Ezekiel, he's not going to be able to drive till he's 18. Yeah. So, and then at this point, I have to mention that we saw a lot of recycling in this episode. Because Ezekiel's mom was definitely somebody else's mom on another episode. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it was. I can't remember. I'm assume. I'm almost think it's the clown lady, the girl who's afraid of a clown. I can't confirm. I'm gonna that look it point. up. I'll confirm it for you in There's, a little bit. If you are able to do that, that will be amazing. I don't even know what you're gonna look up. Um, but then you notice that they recycled some pillows from another episode. Yeah, they were the ab- abriorexia girls. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do they say? Rock, rock and, and roll, roll pillows. And there was one shaped like a guitar. Right. Um, so she's, so Alpha's fucking ratting everybody out left, right, and center about the speed driving. Mm-hmm. And this causes a point where I, I wrote down, I, I unfairly refer to them as the speed sluts, but there were, at this point, they were these two girls who go up to Roman and Ezekiel and are just like, we love to go fast. Um, and so of course they get them into the backseat of their car as quickly as they can. They speed around, they cut off a bunch of people, these girls giggle, and then they just disappear from the rest of the story. We don't have to worry about them at all. At this point, Ezekiel breaks up with, uh, Alpha, which Ezekiel never seemed to like Alpha at any point anyway. Yeah. So it was like, I was kind of glad that he left her because it's just like, you guys are living a fucking lie. Quit this. Um, he breaks up with her. And so then uh, Roman gets his uh, car back. They decide to go speed around. They challenge a black truck to a race, um, beat him, and then they stop to... Okay, this is, this is something I actually want to get into. Because this whole time, both Roman and Ezekiel, they, they really don't like... Even though they, you know, pal around with the speed sluts... They don't seem to like girls. Like, they just don't like them as people. Um, and they would rather that... I'm talking to nobody. You, both of you are on your phones. No, I hear you. <laughs> no, this is crazy. Sluts. No. You, what are you doing? 
Uh, we're looking at the actress. <laughs> okay, oh but... Oh my God, this is how many La Rosa de Guadalupe episodes she's been in. Those are the different That's characters. the actress? Yeah. Okay, but... What is that? That's what, 25 different episodes? You guys, she's from my favorite um, soap opera of all time. Which is? Oh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I can't, I never remember the name, but it's uh-huh. like, but it's got Satan in, oh, here it is. She was in Entre el Amor y el Odio. Oh, okay. From 2002. How, what was that show about? It was about, I don't even remember, I just saw it with my grandma and my mom, <laughs> and I got hooked, and I didn't know any Spanish. She's played, she's been in 25 different episodes between 2008 and 2018. Damn. Well, we got, what is her name? Uh, Susana Lozano? Yeah, Susana, Susana Lozano. Lozano. Well, got to watch out for her because we're going to see her at least 23 more times. She's also <laughs> in Wild at Heart. Really? No, it's just some Mexican thing called Wild Heart. Oh, okay. I was just like, who will see in Wild at Heart? That's yeah. weird. Um, anyway, so they don't seem to like girls. And the most happy they ever seem to be around each other is when they're in the car alone with each other going really fast yeah they seem uh to use uh the speed speed as as like a metaphor yeah like i think it's like a metaphor for like a homo homo homosexual relationship basically but like because i honestly think we're never going to see a la rosa de guadalupe that says being gay is okay like i don't see that happening i don't know maybe you kind of can't because the virgin <laughs> hates is gays. The central theme of it, yeah. And Catholicism the yeah. hates gays. Well, I mean, I don't know. You're probably right. Yeah, because I was thinking like they're like none of the episodes, as far as we can tell from the things, none of them are about accepting homosexuality in any way. There are no lesbians. There are no gay men. There's no transgender people at all mentioned in any. Of this fucking shit. And I'm wondering in a, if in a way this was like sort of like they're coding as close as they can come to code a homosexual relationship. I mean, he was very... Oh, did we get to the part where... Uh, About what? The main part? No, we haven't gotten to that okay. yet. Okay. Right. I think y'all are reaching. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I kind of see it though. I think they're just... I don't know. Boys just trying to like one up. No, I wouldn't even say one up each other. They're just being stupid. Well, he was so excited when he broke up with Alpha. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. It's like in it's it it had shades of Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah, honestly, which is the gayest slasher movie ever. Like this this dude's got a girlfriend, but he's so afraid of being alone with her that he goes to his best friend's room to spend all night with him instead of being with her. And that's what this whole, that whole sequence with those two felt like. Uh, yeah, and and the, he, and the way he dressed with like his buttoned his shirt like buttoned almost halfway down with the dog tags like rubbing up against his hairless chest. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think Alpha is just really annoying, <laughs> and he wanted an out. That's, all, that's all. That's the other part of it. It's just like it's just the the main female representative in this episode is like the most annoying fucking person in the world. But she even knows be- she's annoying, and she's like, I feel like I'm nagging. Yeah. You are nagging. Yeah. It sucks because she's really pretty and she's not loud like in the other episodes so you wouldn't think she's annoying but it's just she does she's a nag she's mostly annoying annoying because she's a huge idiot (laughs) she's really dumb so i think he just 
doesn't like her. And the other thing that makes me think that it's possible queer coding is, and now let's get to what actually this episode is about, is that in the midst of their celebratory race where they're on the high off the 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 the, the joy of beating these other guys together, they are boxed in by a car we've never seen before and the truck they just raced and the driver gets out of the, the truck they just raced, gets out and fucking blows Ramon's brains out. Yeah. He just fucking blows his fucking brains out. Uh, not Ramon, Roman blows his fucking brains out. And that's when the titles of the show begin. Yeah. So basically, everything we've watched so far has been almost a fake out as to what the actual episode is going to be like. Because from the title description and the, the t- basic title, we think this is going to be a show about racing cars and like dudes addicted to speed. But it's not. It's about a guy overcoming the b- broad daylight murder of his best friend. Yeah, and he was so broken up about it. Mm-hmm. It was not like a best friend who got mm-hmm. murdered. It was like a lover who yeah. got murdered. Yeah, again, more undertones. Like, what is this episode trying to say? Like. Yeah. Like I think there's, I think they're on retrospect more going on with this episode than we thought, but we can't confirm this. This is just us reading into it. Yeah. And you think we're crazy, right, Elisa? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because by the end of the episode, and you know, not to just jump ahead of everything, but just to just kind of why this idea is solidified in my mind, he ends up back in a closeted lifestyle mm-hmm. by being with Alpha yeah. and continuing life in this very vanilla way. Yeah, exactly. Like, just like, the most fun he ever has through any of it is when the times he's racing with uh, uh, Roman. Uh, Roman. Um, and yeah, like, this, his life, his relationship with Alpha, and he was never interested in her. Like, ever. even before... The fucking, like, talk about, like, her being a snitch all the fucking time. He He couldn't care less. Like, when she brought it up, says, we're going to break up if you don't leave Roman. Um, If you don't stop hanging out with Roman, he goes, well, there's nothing I can do about that. I can't control whether or not you break up with me. (laughs) Yeah, that was his response. He also told her, like, lies, and then he told his friend, Roman, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I can't lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. So... Lo- yeah, exactly. Lala pointed that out. Like he could oh, lie yeah, to her, right. but he not can to lie his to her, But he can't lie to Roman. Jesus! All the evidence is actually mounting up. <laughs> yeah, this episode is actually more interesting than I gave it credit for at the beginning. Like I just had the spark of that in my head about the homosexual relationship, but I think that's what happened. Like, I, and I think that's the closest the writers can ever come to actually talking about this. And because it's a Catholic show. But the, it's still a bad lesson because it's basically saying, you know, stay closeted. Yeah. Do convert yourself to be a normal yeah. person stay in with, society. Stay, stay with the stay with women. We know they're a drag. But you have <laughs> to be with them. This episode seemed to be saying. Anyway, so and Ezekiel, he saw he was in this passenger seat when uh Roman had his brown brains blown out of the back of his head so he as he describes it he had his brain's blood sprayed onto his face yeah he's he has some serious ptsd yeah he's he stays a month out of school he's constantly plagued by nightmares uh of the event but he can't remember the killer's face for whatever reason he's going to see a psychologist who's of course telling him a bunch of wrong things um and there's really not much story 
There's no story. There is no story after this point because basically what happens is Ezekiel wants to get revenge. He wants to get revenge on the dude who killed a, a Roman. His best friend. He wants on his 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 air quotes best friend. Um, and even that is like a major overreaction. Yeah. For just a best friend. Right. Exactly. Like. Well, I don't know. Well, no. No. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the type of person he is. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's let's open up the floor. Um. Uh. Would you try to kill the guy who murdered me? No. No. no? Okay. I just don't like to kill. <laughs> you don't have it in you. Uh, I don't even like confronting people about minor things. Uh huh. I would leave it up to, you know, karma and justice. Uh huh. And by justice, I meant the cops. You know, I can't pretend I'm not disappointed. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope you have the same response for me. I'm going to kill anybody who kills you. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. Yeah, because I, I know I'm so. not because what happened, um, <laughs> I know I'm not because last or two days ago, a pigeon flew into our window at the, my house and he just shattered his body against the window and fell back onto the porch. And he was in clear pain for a while. And you just let it. And die. I just let him there because it's like I can't go break his neck. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I never even thought about looking at the birds that do that because when we were younger, we had a giant window, kind of like yours, but we mm-hmm. tinted it. Yeah. And it was like a tent that made like reflected the sky. Did it? Okay. So we always had birds. You could see their shadow coming, and then it hits, and then you see them fall. But I never ran out to see it, like. If it was squirm or suffer. Yeah, I just assumed it died. Yeah, I mean, this one died, like, he died pretty quickly. He bled out a little. Um, but, like, when I saw him, like, still his wings fluttering a bit, it's just like, I can't go break his neck. I don't have it in me to do that. Don't go breaking my heart. I, like, I couldn't if I um, We had an apartment in Maryland, mm-hmm. and uh, below us was, like, not a regular apartment. It was like this huge storage place where yeah. they put all like the broken um, ovens. Yeah. And so I guess mice were all in that place and they would come <laughs> up through the vent. Uh huh. I could not deal with the glue traps. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I just didn't know what to do with those. Yeah. <laughs> with the glue traps? Yeah. You just throw them in the trash. That's what we used to do. Um. <laughs> Just to leave them die the worst possible fucking death. Jesus. It got to the point where at one point uh, Ike was out of town and there was one and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I ignored it and eventually it chewed off its own foot and got away. Jesus. Sorry for any animal lovers about this whole section of our podcast. We did not expect to talk about the awful ways animals die. It just happens. Uh, Also, it's one of those situations where there's so little to talk about in the episode that we get uh, distracted. Because really all it is is just like people telling them it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to be sad. Are you talking about the episode now? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have grief. You're going to have grief and all that. But soon. Over it. Ezekiel's mind turns to vengeance and he has sworn that he's going to go kill uh, the guy he can who killed uh, Ramon. Roman. God damn, Ramon just makes more sense. That's not what the kid's name. Uh, he was going to go kill him as soon as he can remember his face, which luckily he does once he has a nightmare. Uh, and he's able to go to the police, although he goes to the police because fucking Alpha... He tells her that his plan is to go kill Ramon's Roman's killer, 
Um, and the first thing oh. she does is go to his goddamn parents to say that her, his he's about to pull a Liam, Le- Liam Neeson all over everybody's ass. Oh, the craziest thing that the fucking uh, psychiatrist tells them is that you're not a killer. Right. Killers have a predisposition for killing in their brain. Yeah. It's like a chemical no, that makes there's... them killers. And I was just like, um, no. Yeah. Lots of people kill for different reasons. Yeah. There are always different motivations. Yeah. You fucking liar. You can't be <laughs> saying that shit to anybody. So he remembers the dude's face in a nightmare. They make him go to the police to tell him. We find out that the killer's name is Antonio Gutierrez, a.k.a. Baby. He's a narco, of course, who's out uh, doing all sorts of crazy shit. But uh, Ezekiel decides to confront this guy who we already know carries around a gun and has no compunction about blowing people's brains out in broad daylight. Mm Mm-hmm. So Ezekiel, when he confronts this man, brings a baseball bat. A baseball bat. He brings a fucking baseball bat. Wrapped in duct tape. A duct tape wrapped baseball bat to beat the shit, to kill. You know, he could have also brought a knife, but you still don't bring a knife (laughs) Knife. to a gunfight. You bring a fucking gun. God, I don't even d- know why he went. He's so stupid. He's it's so, so stupid. stupid. I need to get a revenge for my friend or avenge my friend's death. And yeah. I was just like, no, you fucking idiot. First of all, you're a big pussy. Like, anybody. He was, like, having, like, serious trauma. And, like, he couldn't even sleep. And he was scared. And it's like, where did all this, like, where did the fear go? Oh, yeah. We forgot to say, um... The the call for the rose comes pretty early in this episode. It's almost pretty much after the uh, fucking uh, opening credits, after he's had his nightmare. His mom goes to pray uh, that he can get over his friend's death. And there's actually, again, I'm not really... Kind of going back to the whole, like, homosexual undertones. Like, the rose shows up in a weird way. Yeah. On the floor? Yeah, the rose shows up on the floor. Like... I'm- like, almost saying, like, I don't want to be here, but I have to be. And then he also rejects the rose. Yeah. And gives it to the virgin statue. He does. He's just like, I don't deserve this because... I can't appreciate it because I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Here, virgin, have the rose back. Which, you know, explains why he didn't learn anything. Right. I mean, and then what was the catalyst for the wind? Well, let's get in. Okay, let's let's wrap this dumbass story up. Um, so he goes to confront the guy with the bat. He's about to get shot. Luckily, the cops show up and arrest him. Um, then he goes to, and then he talks to Alpha again and says, and basically thanks her for all the snitching she did throughout the whole episode because it's like you saved my life, which I guess technically she did yeah. because they made him go to the cops and then the cops wouldn't have showed up and he'd be dead. Although if he were dead. He'd be with uh, Roman in hell. <laughs> because well, that's where men like that go in La Rosa de Guadalupe. But they would have been together instead of this very vanilla, just he is not excited at all to resume his relationship with Alpha at the end. Yeah. He's just like, okay, it's fine. And then the but wind I'm comes. I'm sure he loves Alpha. Yeah. No. Enough to be with her. I yeah. think he settles for He's her. not in love with yeah. her. Yeah. And then after he says, well, I'm glad I didn't kill that guy. The wind comes and he has the weirdest like reaction to it. Just like he's like 
like either peeing or farting or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I got more like a fart look. Yeah, yeah um, the most emotional he is is during his PTSD moments when yeah. he's waking up from his nightmare. Yeah. And when he's reminiscing about Roman. Yeah. And it's just, and that's it. And he's just got nothing else for anybody else. Like, he's... <laughs> it's gay. He's gay. That's it. Like, that's what the... Ep- that's actually what the episode's about. That's what it has to be about. Because if it's about what it says it's about, then it's about nothing. Yeah. That's the only way this show's about anything. Um. So, and that's actually going to raise my... L- rating on this actually yeah me too because before i was just like somebody fucking died in this episode and it was boring as shit but yeah. now that we've talked about it i might raise it yeah too. exactly um so he didn't learn anything really nothing was done there was nothing they had so and then they are their ultimate point with the episode it wasn't even about speeding or anything like that it was just to say hey there are narcos running around, so fucking cool it. Like that's really the point of the episode. They they that's just what they say at the end. Oh, there's but, so many narcos running around that you just gotta not piss anyone off or they'll kill you. Oh, but there's this really uh, great movie you should see that says all this in a better way, and it's good. Tigers well, are not afraid. Tigers are not afraid is a very good movie about this exact same subject. Well, about not messing with narcos. Yeah. Um, but. Also, to mess with Narcos. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. Tigers Are Not Afraid is a very good movie, and you should definitely check it out. Um, so, in, the, in light of everything we just talked about, Lala, what are you going to give this episode? Uh, um, you know, I'm going to give it a three, because it's an attempt at subtext, or at least we're taking subtext out of it. Yeah. But... Also, I don't like that the lesson is that conversion therapy might work. Because <laughs> that's what it seems to be. Yeah. It so, seems, yeah, no, I'm going back to my original and say a one. Yeah, because it basically, if, we're, if we go along that reading, then all, the only way to save a gay boy's soul is to kill the boy he loves. The target of affection. Yeah. And... And that's what the narcos are there for. I don't know. What are you going to give this episode, <laughs> we, Lisa? We got it all twisty yeah. on this. I don't know. So just sticking to what the episode wanted us to get okay. from it. I'm going to give it a one because yeah. it was boring. There was nothing fun about it. It it was everywhere and then it was nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was just annoying. So yeah, one. I'm going to... Gonna split the difference and give it a two, just because uh, taken from our reading of it and then what was presented, um, I think there's there is actually something a little more interesting being said than what is presented, but it's also just poorly made television. Yeah, like it's just bad. Um, and then uh, Dave, uh, what are you gonna what are you gonna give this episode? I'm a big dumbass, and my name is Dave. I've That's got a stupid, so mean. stupid little boo-boo head. Uh, I'm going to give it a three because I barbecued. <laughs> I was too busy barbecuing. Making all that background noise is what I was doing. <laughs> I made sure this episode sounded worse than every other episode we <laughs> ever did. Yeah, and... Uh... At least I was actually trying to flag him down. <laughs> yeah. he never Ignoring me on purpose. Yeah. That's what he was doing. All right. And so going back. Hey, to- Dave, what did you think of this episode? Um, not their finest one, but, you know, it's watchable. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that makes that grinds my gears. What you just did. Oh, my God. 
Oh, I didn't like that at all. All right, let's go back. Let's go back to Twitter and see what some more people are going uh, saying um, about La Rosa de Guadalupe. At Sick Mangos says La Rosa de Guadalupe do leave me wanting to smack a bitch sometimes. Fair enough. Didn't you read that one already? No. Uh, that was like my whole feeling about the episode before with the mom and the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is, they, they can make you just want to hit people, which is kind of the point. I think it's like to reinforce like grandma's like desires and needs to hit children and just say, yeah. It's okay. I really wanted Ezekiel to die in a car crash accident. <laughs> I wanted uh, oh. Roman to get the the wind and, you know, see his, the error of his ways. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. At uh, Paula says, y'all know those bitches that would do stupid shit for boys from La Rosa de Guadalupe? Well, it's me. I'm those stupid bitches. Are they just answering each other? No, she's talking to herself. Yeah. I think it's a popular meme format on that. Um, okay, and from Glimecito, he says, I on comp, I don't know what that means. La Rosa de Guadalupe be a trippy-ass show when you high as fuck. Fuck, I don't know, but I... While you're reading this, what's your fave type of Capri Sun? <laughs> That, that was all over the place, yeah. like this episode. Yeah, exactly. And that um, was all over the place and also meant absolutely nothing. <laughs> but can you please answer his question? What's your favorite tropical flavor? Tropical Punch. Yeah, I was going to say Tropical Punch. Yeah, it's pretty much Tropical Punch. Dave, what's your favorite uh, flavor of Capri Sun? Tropical Punch. Cool. I'm <laughs> glad we got a consensus on that. Um, Kiwi Strawberry is trash. It is. It's so bad. I ugh, Jesus. All right. Uh, where can they reach us, Lala? Uh, you can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at usualpeoplepod or email us at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to send us uh, any of your uh, gay... Homoerotic yeah. fan fiction. Or just gay readings of uh, ostensibly straight texts, uh, you can send that there. Yeah. Um, until then, we'll see you next time. Have a great bye. day or evening or night. I already said bye. Bye. <laughs>